Good morning, and, and thanks for checking in at, at Calamo this morning. It's a beautiful morning. Um, and I'm super excited about this sermon series that we're in this, uh, this time. Uh, and it's about the words of life. And, and today we're thinking about this whole thing around getting mad or committing violence. Um, and, and we're kind of going to explore what we can learn about that and, and maybe how we can kind of get a grip on this. Because when we look out into our society today, we see cases where people are, are just losing control, getting mad, committing violence, road rage. I mean, the, the list goes on. Um, and so we can use words of life to help us uh, navigate through all this. And, and we do believe that we have our Lord and Savior Jesus to be our rock, to help us in this, in this chaos. And we, we also have the, the, the power and the presence of the Holy Companion uh, to be with us, to comfort us, and give us strength to, to go through that. And today's message is, um, have you ever been mad enough to be violent? Well, you know, I, th I think, you know, we'd like to say, no, no, no. But I think, yeah, probably uh, the, the, the picture that we have and uh, uh, our material for this is, is somebody with a frying pan getting ready to flatten somebody. And... Uh, but, but even if you just grit your teeth, you know, my dentist has said, hey, you grit your teeth, don't do that. Um, or, 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 or clench a fat fist. Um, I think everybody has a temper and some, some folks have, have a little more violent of a temper or stronger of a temper than others. Um, or maybe we get mad and break something, you know, something isn't going right and you slam something down. Uh, Tom Brady on the... On, on, the, uh, on the football, he, he slammed down this tablet that was a fairly expensive tablet. Um, the thing is, when, when we're over our little, uh, you know, fit there, um, it still broke. Or if we've hurt somebody or said something to somebody, that still broke. Um, and like I say, when we look at our country, the road rage, the gun violence, um, all of that. And so, Kind of like our opening question this morning is, have you, have you ever felt like harming someone? Um, and if you say, well, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt anybody, then, then we do have that saying that says, you know, if words could kill or if looks could kill, you know. And so that's what we're kind of talking about today is we're talking about uh, the, the Sixth Commandment, which says, uh, do not commit murder, do not kill, uh, a couple different versions of it. Um, when we uh, have our blueprints uh, thing that we're following in this series, R is for respect human life. And I think if we think about respecting human life, that that kind of lifts us up from the, the, let's say the technical differentiation of do not commit murder versus do not kill versus do looks kill, you know, that kind of thing. So there's a little bit of ambiguity in, in the, how the Bible talks about this uh, commandment. Uh, the Hebrew word used is retzach, um, which generally is thought to mean illegitimate, senseless, violent, slaughter, wanton, vengeance, destructive. 
And, and, and that kind of stuff is generally associated with being mad, right? But, you know, your temper gets the better of you. Um, uh, although there is premeditated acts of, of, uh, of killing and murder. Um, but the first case of this that we see in the Bible comes to us from the story in Genesis chapter 4 about Abel and Cain. And Cain said to his brother Abel, let us go out into the field. And when they were out there, Cain rose up against Abel and killed him. And then the Lord said to Cain, Cain, where's your brother? He said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? You know, he had that look of innocence on his face, you know. And then the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood is crying to me out of the ground. And, and now, then the Lord goes on to say, and now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. And we get a sense for how upset God was. It it's, wasn't that God was so much upset. It's like all of creation was upset because the ground uh, took this blood. And, uh, and, and it's just an idea of all of God's creation is against uh, this kind of senseless killing, this senseless murder. And so some things that that Retzach, re, re, uh, Hebrew word, it, it talks about senseless, not justified. Um, the Genesis thing talks about God being upset. But what about things like capital punishment? You know, that's there's a judge and a jury, and and they're 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 basically trying to keep law and order. Where where does that fit in this? Or how about war? You know, the Old Testament stories are full of uh, stories about going to war and and killing people and. The, the initial reading of this uh, commandment is thou shalt not murder, but capital punishment is not murder because it's not um, senseless, violent, illegitimate is a key word, illegitimate or justified. Um, and so we, we kind of we, we kind of get into this fuzzy area, and, and there's different opinions, right? There's some folks that, that are very staunchly, thou shalt not kill, capital punishment is an abomination. And, and then you have others that say, well, it's appropriate for, it's justified given, given the uh, crime. Well, if we step back a little bit, and remember that the R in blueprints is for respect life. Um, the, the theme that we hear in the Bible from God and from Jesus is this, about the sanctity of human life. And, and that starts in Genesis in chapter 1 where we hear the, the, the story about how God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he has created us male and female. And so, no, we don't look exactly like God. It's not a physical appearance thing, but we, we are built in the image of God. We, we, we resemble God in... Uh, in, 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 in how we're built and, and how we're intended to live our lives. And so, if we're created in the image of God, that, that makes us uh, holy, that makes our lives rev, uh, uh, sacred. Um, and then in Romans chapter 12, Paul says this, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. All right, and so what, what we're hearing here is our bodies 
our our uh, living sacrifice or other places it calls it that our bodies are a temple to the Lord um, and so human life is is sacred human life is 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 um, very important and so we get into this commandment do not commit murder or do not kill how much have you thought about that commandment beyond just the fact that you haven't killed anybody lately um, <clears throat> And then another kind of side thought with this is with the violence in our world, with the killing, and you know, you can think about um, the situation in Ukraine, you can think about the situation in the Middle East, you can think about <clears throat> the, the hurricane uh, that just went through, um, or, or the gun violence in our own country, and have, have, have you grown, grown desensitized to violence in our world? Because it's it's clear that God is is upset to his core, and and the ground is crying out at the blood being spilled. So as we kind of struggle with where we're going with this, um, we turn to Jesus, and and Jesus kind of takes the the Old Testament and, and lifts it to a higher level and gives us a a, a, a deeper interpretation a deeper meaning if you will and so in Matthew chapter 5 Jesus says this you have heard that it was said to those of ancient times you shall not murder and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment but I say to you and so the do not murder right murder is justified legitimate um, whatever or if you want to put kill in there then kill is is, is more uh, broader um, but I say to you if you are angry with a brother or sister you will be liable to judgment oh boy oh boy that, that doesn't mean on the outside by the way that means on the inside if you're mad on the inside against someone Jesus is saying you're liable to judgment so now we have the, to answer the question do looks kill uh, do words kill uh, Jesus said, well, sure, but thoughts kill. And so, uh, whoa. And then he goes on, if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you'll be liable to the hell of fire. Now, he's not talking about uh, uh, siblings, right? Uh, uh, my sister or my brother. He's not talking about that. He's talking about brothers and sisters, you know, fellow uh, men and women. And, and so... He's saying, even if you're angry, how about you're in the parking lot at Walmart and somebody swipes your parking spot that you're angling for and it's raining and you, and you give them the, the, the happy birthday sign, right? Um, right there, right there. We, we, we vi have violated the terms of, of the Sixth Commandment. Um, if somebody cuts us off in traffic and we mumble under our breath. Um, and so Jesus takes it to a higher level to, to, um, to guide us in our, our thoughts and, and how we shape our lives. And he goes on to say, so when you're offering your gift at the altar, and in that day and time they, they did sacrifices on a, on a regular basis at the temple, um, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, a grudge or whatever, leave your gift there. God doesn't want us 
to pay attention to him first. He wants us to be reconciled to our brother or sister first and then give our gift to God. And so it's pretty clear from, from these words how important, how important it is to God that we are guarding our thoughts, guarding our heart, um, so that we are blameless, so that we are striving to be better people. John Wesley talked, to, talked about it, striving for Christian perfection. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that we're talking about striving, because I know I'm not there yet, right? So, I'm striving. And, you know, and so as we're, we're kind of talking about this, have you ever thought about uh, you know, somebody asked you, have you broken any commandments? Said, well, I've probably broken all the commandments except do not murder, or at least I haven't killed somebody. And so that's where I think we kind of circle back and say, consider our daily lives. Just getting mad, insults, grudges. We have committed murder. We have committed, we have violated God's desire for our lives. We are called to a higher level. And so it's kind of like, uh, in the Bible, they talk about salt, you know. If you, if you cook a piece of meat and you don't put any salt on it, it's a little tasteless. Uh, but if you season it, you change it. And so we are called to be salt. And if you, when you look at our country and our, our communities today and, and the senseless killings, um, the, the violence, the, 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 the harsh divisions, uh, not just differences of opinion, but the harsh divisions. We are called to be salt, to um, guard our lives and share these guiding words with others so that they can also work to be, strive to be better. And so our closing discussion question today is, have your words or looks ever killed? And that's the tough one, right? That's the tough one. God gave us the words of life. And then Jesus brings them into focus so that we can not just go to the letter of the law, but we can go to the intent of the law and lead better lives. And when you look at our world, if you think about people working towards guarding their hearts, and their thoughts and their words. Just think about how much more pleasant our world would be. We are the salt of the earth. And now that brings us up to our prayer challenge for, for this week. And uh, I wanna spend that five minutes each day and, and you're gonna have to pry that time loose from something else because we're all busy, right? But think about the sanctity of life. The, that, that are in blueprints of respect human life. And then reflect on how your thoughts and your words and your actions impact others. And then pray, talk to the Holy Companion to help all of us be more caring towards others. And then thank God for his love for us and his words of life. And whatever you do, talk with God often. And one final thought, um, what about our elections? We're coming up on elections. Um, and the elections are one area where we do have a lot of divisions, but um, I do think it's important for Christians to vote our, our principles, our, our uh, 
our insights, our uh, feelings about how God would have us be. Um, and I think the words of life, the Ten Commandments, are a good place to to start to evaluate uh, candidates and proposals to uh, to guide our thoughts. And yeah, everybody has a different opinion. I, I, I'm not saying everybody's going to agree on the same thing, but I'm saying use use your prayer time to guide your thoughts on on elections. And then here's here's the here's the time bomb or the the landmine, right? What about abortion? Um, and boy, you talk about a divisive uh, issue there. And I thought I'd share just briefly the United Methodist uh, official position on on abortion. It's not law for United Methodists, but it's it's a guiding principle, if you will. Our belief in the sanctity of un sanctity of unborn human life makes us reluctant to approve abortion, but we are equally bound to respect the sacredness of the life and well-being of the mother and the unborn child. And then uh, goes on to say, we recognize the tragic conflicts of life that with life may, may justify abortion, and in such cases we support the legal option of abortion under proper medical procedures by certified medical providers. So there we talk about the sanctity of life of the baby, the unborn baby, the mother. Um, and so our, our own bishop, the, the, our leader of the Methodists in Michigan, he says this, he encourages us to read those statements carefully and then act with our own good conscience because we all have different, different viewpoints, different perspectives of God. And so he, he just hopes that the, that those of us, United Methodists in Michigan, will evaluate the various proposals and candidates in light with that statement. It's hard. It's a struggle. And so to wrap everything up today, there's a passage in Romans that I'd like to share with you. And, and uh, it's not going to be on the live stream, but the words uh, will be on the, on the YouTube version. Uh, let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor, do not lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, extend hospitality to strangers, Bless those who persecute you. Bless, but don't curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. And if it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Well, I hope you found this message to be helpful and interesting. And if you'd like more information on this, please reach out. You can put a comment in the chat box on this video. Um, you can call or text me at 517-588-8415.
or you can use a Calmo connection card at calmochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash Calamo. Let us know what you think. If you want to talk, reach out. And now, if you would please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your words of life. And we thank you so much for Jesus bringing those words of life into deeper focus for us. And Lord, we pray that you reveal the awesome power and presence of the Holy Companion in each one of our hearts, that you take these words and transform them so that each one of us hears what you want us to hear. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. I'm your neighbor, Jerry, pastor at Calmo Church. Have a great day, have a great week, and bye for now.